You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and and welcome back to the Oz Network for our TV coverage of Total Drama Island. As we get into an actual episode this week, we are not here to recap, you know, things that happened before. We went and did that last week, so go listen to our pre-season thoughts on Total Drama Island, aka uh, Colin's catch-up episode, where he talked about everything that he missed in the season so far. But as we turn the book, we move on to the actual merge, the second half of the game. Uh, and in total drum fashion, everything goes crazy. People come back. There's crazy challenges. People get hurt. And Chris laughs. Uh, we had a, an interesting episode. I'm very curious to hear what everyone here has thought about this episode and about who returns and who leaves and all that kind of stuff. I'm your host, Rossi, and I think we can do this, talk out this podcast over some locale snacks. Oh. Um. <laughs> I pointed to you, but That's I don't right. know if that translated. <laughs> um, my name is Colin, and I'm a backstabbing lowlife trader. And my name is Jared, and I too am voting for Ava. Ava, because she's scarier than Heather, Laquisha, <laughs> and Gwen combined. Yeah. Some good quotes in this. Lindsay was uh, in peak form again. Some good quotes here and there. Uh, and yes, Colin, you are the, the backstabbering traitor because you abandoned us uh, in the middle of the season and we had to do, move on without you. We got angry messages. We got uh, very upset commenters. But, but now that you're back for an actual episode, how does it feel to be back at normal? <laughs> Um, it feels like, I don't want to knock this episode, but it feels like I would have rather been on for the, the, the few weeks prior to this, because uh, I don't know if I just got my hopes up so high about the merge. I, I kind of like, you know, the, the twists of who comes back in a way, but the episode itself was, was okay. And I'm starting to wonder, like, am I the problem here? <laughs> is is the show designed to, to be good when I'm not here? If so, I mean, I'll gladly leave so everybody else can enjoy the season. Jared, is he the problem? <laughs> um, I think his opinions are problematic. Uh, <laughs> no, I kind of feel like this episode like lived up to the hype. I think I could see where like we could have got some more interesting strategy and this whole like storyline of um, I think guys versus girls and then the, the division between the girls could have played out better here. So I don't offer delivered on that front. But this whole episode, I couldn't stop smiling. I just thought it was so much fun it had so many classic total drama moments and i just feel like there was so many like quotes and and fun bits to kind of pull apart here yeah i definitely felt the same way i felt like i enjoyed the challenge then there wasn't a whole lot that i particularly remembered except for the izzy moment but other than that uh not even particularly because i didn't even remember that izzy came back this episode but i just remember seeing i was like oh this classic moment and i definitely remembered it a little bit but it felt like so fresh and I, I don't know, maybe Colin, you're on, numbered on this one. Cause I really enjoyed it. Maybe it wasn't like that. I don't, I wouldn't call it best episode yet or best challenge yet, but I think that it had a lot of good moments. Were you out on the whole thing? Like what, what no, put I you mean, out it, again? I, I, I thought the episode was enjoyable. It's just, there wasn't as much there as I was hoping considering we just came off of these. This is where it, it, it could be a result of me watching what I thought was the best string of episodes back to back to back all last week. And then 
watching this one. I mean, well, there was last week's episode, so it's definitely a step up from that. But um, it, it could just be the difference of, you know, coming off of that great string of episodes that maybe because this was the technical merge and they had set up, like Jared said, you know, the, the men versus women thing would be interesting and you know, some of the new dynamics, people who hadn't really played together or lived together before. And it could just come down to the fact that, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a cool twist to have Eva come back, but it almost felt like this is a one joke thing. And, you know, maybe if somebody, if they had done something more dramatic right here and maybe sent Eva home next week would have had a little bit more impact. Yeah. She gets a, a redemption Island edit here in the sense that she comes in and then is immediately uh, voted out. No chance at, at redemption here. Um, but I felt like, that was built into the character. I don't think it's inherent in bringing uh, someone back. Cause I feel like Izzy's in terms of game placement, I feel like she's fine. Like, I don't think that, you know, we have to worry about this sort of returning thing being a, a, a closed, uh, closed out like next episode. I don't, I like, I don't see Izzy going next episode in terms of anything. So I feel like 50, 50 on like what brought a successful twist in like, you have one cannon fodder and one really <clears throat> poised to go far. The other thing I think is, you know, I sort of mentioned last week that I thought that the Bridget Jeff thing would have just sort of ended here at the merge that one of them would have been going home. And I even started this episode within like the first few minutes. I'm like, okay, this is obviously going to be the one where Bridget goes. And I felt like there would have been a really interesting story to tell with that. And instead we just didn't really get any twist at all. And if, if we were going to have Eva go, you know, maybe have a little bit more on the strategy and have her just be completely her be blindsided, even though everybody else is like, no, of course we're going to vote you out. We're terrified of you. But her thinking like, you know, I can get rid of Bridget or I can get rid of some, somebody else, you know, Jeff, just her, a revenge scheme that just never really played out. There were some like what I would call misconnectors, like some things that just didn't add up, like her final vote to go was Heather, like, she hated Bridget this whole episode and then mm-hmm. like didn't get a throwaway vote for her. So like something like just didn't add up. Um, and particularly the feud of Heather and Eva, sorry, Heather and Eva, uh, Bridget and mm-hmm. Eva, like she hated Bridget and I don't, maybe Jared, you could fill me in. I don't remember this being a thing in her episodes before. Yeah, no, I think um, it was just odd decision-making. I think to, the I mean we'll get to it, but like the airing of confessionals instead of just like the straight like marshmallow throwing out at the bonfire ceremony um, took some of the suspense out of the episode. Not that there was going to be a whole heap anyway in terms of how kind of the characters came across and who was kind of obviously in the line of fire. Um, but I think like airing like the votes publicly obviously it had the reason just to show like how like annoyed Eva was going to be at these people, but. Like, straight away, like, you knew. You got, like, a couple of random votes in there. I think, yeah, like, the Eva for Heather is weird. Um, Duncan for Heather um, was the other kind of odd choice chucked in there. But I think, yeah, just it kind of took the uh, suspense out of the ending of the episode. I, I mean, I guess I would argue that there wasn't too much suspense anyway. Like, you had that moment where everyone was telling Bridget to pick Eva for the punishment at the challenge. So I don't know if there was a whole lot of suspense. I felt like she maybe Eva was even in that position of do or die. Uh, but I, but I guess we can get more into the, the specifics about 
the relationships as we kind of go throughout the episode. And I thought that, it, like, I don't remember much about this episode, and definitely the beginning felt like a total, like, like I wasn't ready for how it would start because this feud between the girls was still going on. And, like, when the guys come back, like, I got total survivor flashbacks of when people go off on the reward yeah. and they come back to camp and they're like, oh, the food and the massage, like, it was total. And then, like, at the end when Owen offers the food, I was thinking of, like, Malia, like, you want my mint? <laughs> like, total, like here have some food but they're not having a bar of it like they just were so mad that they didn't get to go on the reward uh, and the guys aren't doing any favors by gloating that much like and, and it was just really bad for them in terms of their standing but obviously we get the hint like all oh, guys versus girls even though they knew that the merge was coming they were still like pumped up on this guys versus girls thing and just before they high five Chris is like announcement merge happening individual game and then they don't even high five uh, I just like that that moment, and and then they build up the dramatics of what? How is this gonna? Like, what is happening? And then how is she returning? And then Eva comes storming in on the the Hellfire boat, and and everything. It's just um, just dramatics. Colin, I know that we talked about uh, your picks for coming back into the game. How was this? What was this thoughts of Eva being the first to, to come in? Well, I think I mentioned last week that uh, I saw it going one of two ways that they would have either had, you know, a completely meaningless person or I thought it would have gone one completely meaningless early boot and then one of the more important ones later on. And I think Eva fit that meaningless, although I do think that when we ran down the names, I'm like, yeah, no chance Eva's coming back. Uh, <laughs> but with Izzy, you know, I, I think I, I had put her somewhere in the middle. I'm like, yeah, you know, I could see it. Um I was sort of disappointed that they didn't go because, you know, we at least for me, you guys have seen this, so you you can't do this. But for me, I sort of plot out, OK, I think this is where it's going. I think this is a great story. And I sort of mentioned, uh, you know, if Izzy were to come back, it would be great that it's not that she comes back. It's like she just finds her way back on there. And then every once in a while, she would have to duck out again because the RCMP are chasing her. It, it was a little bit of a nice twist. I don't even know if they're going to go any further with this, where I think Eva had said something on the end about, you know, uh, oh, she she's lying to you or something like that, where I'm like, okay, so there's more to the Izzy story. But uh, I still would have preferred they go with one of the really big names that was voted out. You know, Izzy's sort of right in the middle there. Uh, but if you are going to go with an early, early boot, I mean, at least bring somebody in who's a big enough character that they could make a big impact in just the one because as soon as the episode started and Eva's back and then I saw Izzy was the other one my first thought was okay well it's probably going to be Eva going home now and they're just going to make this joke about you know what's the point of bringing somebody back yeah I guess they sacrificed the early eliminated contestant to I guess I guess like soften the blow of letting someone they wanted back more to stay kind of Mm -hmm. deal like in the in the producer manipulation of it, like they wanted Izzy to stay because she was crazy and wild, and people probably liked her. Uh, so they just needed someone that could take the soft the blow of being re- returnee player, like and uh, and that's Eva. How great was it too to have that line about Eva? She's a fan favorite. It's like, well, we liked her. Like that is every Survivor fans versus favorite season ever. <laughs> so true <laughs> and, and and i love that like in the parodying of this show that they do is like they're so open about it like chris is like fan favorite well we liked her <laughs> no one else does but whereas survivor's like oh 
this person is, is really a fan favorite. Like the reaction on Twitter, like they just try to go the extra mile to convince you that they're great um, instead of actually just proving they're great or whatever. I can't wait but, for yeah. Total Drama Game Changers when Eva can come back. <laughs> yeah, Eva, Tyler, <laughs> uh, Cody, <laughs> and then Future. Yeah. Yeah, she changed the game. She got voted out twice in the yeah. same season. <laughs> Maybe the first and only. Who knows? Uh, but what was it? anyway? Back kind of is the episode. Uh, Jared, did you remember that? I remembered Eva coming back. Like I like when we were Colin was talking. I was like in my head. I was like, oh, he said Eva, no chance. And I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, but did you remember Izzy? Because I totally forgot Izzy came back this episode. Yeah, I knew she returned at some point, but similar to you, I um, didn't think it was at this point. I thought we just were kind of getting the one returning this episode. Um, and then I thought, yeah, Izzy came in. Like, I, like in my memory, it was, like, pretty soon after. So I thought in my head, like, oh, she's coming in kind of next episode to replace Eva. So it was interesting to see kind of them both back at the same point. Uh, I mean, oh. I'm glad that she's back, though, because she brought so much to this episode. <laughs> and, and she was some of my favorite moments in the episode, uh, especially in her in the punishment challenge. But, like, yeah. So we have the two returnees of Eva and Izzy, uh, which are, it's just exciting. We have now 12 people as we were down to 10. Now we're back to 12. Uh, and sort of see some of the fallout, a little bit of what happened since they left. Um Eva comes in and all of a sudden the feud between Lashana and Gwen and Heather and Lindsay seems to fade as she's like, as they rip up the tape and everything. I, I was kind of weirded out that, that they resolved that super quickly. I know. And like that was a big thing. Like in that one episode, it was such a big deal. They split the cabin and now it's like gone again. Yeah, I really wish that, that we had gotten more out of that. Like I think I, you're going to bring Eva back. If you're just going to have vote out right away, why make the entire episode about her? Like, again, I give them credit that they, they brought a character who could have an episode, but, like, I'm I'm hoping that we get back to the storylines they had set up the previous week because, to me, I, I can't remember if I mentioned this last week or not, but this felt like, is this sort of a two-part episode or should it have been a two-parter? And if it is, this just feels like, well, you set... The, the only good things you set up last week didn't pay off this week. I feel like there were some things that they threaded through from previous episodes. Like I think the Jeff and Bridget thing that you said was not going to happen. Like Bridget's gone this episode. I feel like they followed up a little bit of their relationship. And and then we finally get some resolution with Trent and Gwen. Like that was like hanging in the balance. We finally get some commentary about them. So it was like some things were kind of threaded through, but then most of it was kind of fresh and new. Uh, I wonder, I don't remember, like, so I'm, I'm totally speculating. I wonder if things will kind of go back now that Eve is gone, like, because they seem to be doing things just to please her. Like, even Heather was scared of her. Yeah. And, like, that's when you know it's bad. So I'm wondering if that, like, things will go back and Heather's going to be like, I hate Gwen and, and LaShawn now. And, well, I'm just curious to see how that's going to follow up because I think in only watching this one episode, it's going to be hard to determine what how they follow it up. Um, Jared, do you remember anything about that? I can't. I don't, but I just think to that point, um, as much as I enjoyed the episode, I think, yeah, they could have used Eva's character better here. Um, I agree that kind of ripping up the tape, this whole, like, storyline that they built seemed kind of over the top. Like, they just didn't need to, like, 
show the girls in their cabin and they could have kept that thread going throughout or even make like Eva pick a side here. It could have had like an Eva, Heather, Lindsay alliance, as unlikely as that would have been, against like the three other girls. Like you could have added to this storyline here. Yeah, because she would have been against Bridget no matter what. Mm-hmm. So like have her join up and, and, and maybe it doesn't play out, but at least just have that consistency would have been nice. Um, but I feel like this was such the minor stuff of the episode because it really was just all about Eva and her hatred of the people that voted her out, like the lying what was it? The call on the lying backs. What'd uh, you call them? Yeah, backstabbing low life trader. Yeah, the backstabbing low life trader. Uh, I feel like, unfortunately, because Courtney was eliminated, like Bridget got the fall. I feel like if Courtney was still there, it would have been all at Courtney. Uh, but unfortunately, she was eliminated, so we had to direct it at someone. And so Bridget, the only other original bass woman to stay is going to get the brunt of it. Uh, and it, and it definitely plays out over the challenge with this, you know, say uncle, uh, torture challenge that they have. Um, I'm curious to see what you thought of it, Colin, because it was very much a lot of the episode, but they did like yada, yada, some of it, like it was kind of rapid fire. Uh, and I know that, your hit or miss on some of these challenges being in the episode. No, this one I liked. I actually wrote in my notes way better than Phobia Factor because it felt like it was very similar, uh, like doing a freakout challenge and you know, a, a scare tactics challenge. Um, but the things that worked in this was that they they didn't just make it oh challenge challenge challenge. They found a way to work some storyline things in. Like you alluded to, there is some Bridget and Jeff stuff in here. Uh, with him sort of taking the hit for her, you know, that was something to sort of break up the monotony of, oh, this person has to do this. And then just the way that they did use the Eva versus Bridget thing in here, like, I'm disappointed it didn't have a bigger payoff on the end, but they were building towards something really interesting, you know? And and I thought that maybe we would have gotten more with the manipulation of, you know, uh, let's, let's just use Bridget's stupidity to make Eva even angrier at her. And, you know, they, they kind of had seeds of that, but didn't go far enough. But I like the challenge overall. You know, some of the moments in here were really good. I mean, the, the, the leeches, was it the leeches that caused her face to swell? Well, you mean Izzy with the, the poison ivy skin was care? It the poison ivy for her? Yeah. The, the face swelling thing was just fantastic. You know, uh, biggest disappointment for me was just the ending on the grizzly bear log roll, which... Again, it just it was set up so funny with talking about you know this bear and everything, and then you see a bear standing on a log and rolling. But then it's just like the, the joke of actually seeing it playing out wasn't as funny as the joke of setting it up. Yeah, it was the least um, fear based challenge. I feel like all the other ones were very torturous, and that was just kind of a log rolling competition. Uh, but I think that like the resolve of these. Two of the two of the biggest personalities facing off in the end, like Lashana versus Eva. Like I think that's a fun idea, like to have them facing off. I would have liked to maybe more if they were competing on the log instead of just doing another challenge like another mm-hmm. thing for Lashana. Uh that would have been like a fun way of doing it. But yeah, I think so many moments throughout the challenge, like Izzy the star with the eels that Jared and I both loved. Uh like Lindsay just taking the the wax and she's like I needed that it's <laughs> like total Lindsay reaction to it and just you know Jeff taking Bridget's place and by like one one gazillionth of a millisecond 
like not being able to complete the challenge uh, and just so many and then Eva taking the challenge but like like beating up the Sasquatch like just so many great moments Jared like what were some of the highlights for you Oh, all of it, really. I mean, I loved the easy stuff, the fact that she's picking herself to keep going. I was disappointed that, like, they randomly just, like, eliminate her for the, from the challenge for no apparent reason. Um, but that's, you know, total drama rules. Uh, Eva, yeah, Eva with the Sasquatch and uh, her new hat and boots is such a fashion statement. It's great. Um, even just, like, the little bits, like... Um, Owen with the wooden pants and then they bring out the like woodpecker um, I just think is really funny and well handled um, and the fact too that like we've got Je- we've got Chef in another costume here uh, bringing his Jason vibes um, I think is fun as well and the prize let's not forget the prize of that sparkling trailer <laughs> that's like I don't know 25 square feet or whatever that was fantastic yeah, total um total drum island product placement for whatever um yeah the sprint phone coming in like survivor does uh total cash cashing in on, on whatever product they can sell um and then even some it's... other things that i liked within the episode was like um Lindsay calling chris chip oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we got another name in there. thanks chip it's chris <laughs> and he was so pissed that she got it wrong like Chris is so full of himself that he was like, it's Chris. And like his face <laughs> looks so mad. Uh, and then, and she, and like later, Lindsay gets, well, LaShawna's, what did she say? Uh, LaQuisha? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the, the name list keeps growing. Belle, uh, Doug. Doug, what'd you call Tyler? Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. So like this en- endless list of people that Lindsay doesn't know. Uh, and then some of the other quick fire pranks. Obviously, I think it was funny and a little bit on the nose that Owen gets eliminated in a quick eating challenge. Mm-hmm. Like he's eating all the ice cream and he's like eliminated. Uh, and some of the stuff was kind of quick that you couldn't really see. Like Gwen having the music and it was all unicorns and the dolphins. Like, and like just some funny stuff that went on there. I don't even remember what eliminated Trent. Um, the skunks, like, I think. Oh yeah, skunks. But um, we kind of yada yada it. But and I, I want to go to you, Jared. We finally get a resolution a little bit on what has been going on with Trent and Gwen. How did you feel it was handled? Uh not well. Um, <laughs> to put it probably as short as the episode put it, um, the fact that it was just kind of like glanced over, and now apparently they're fine after this storyline that's been. I wouldn't even say teased out over multiple episodes because they just haven't brought it up at all. And it's just been like this underlying thing that they're still, Gwen's still mad at him for leaving her buried alive and they've just dropped that storyline completely. So while I'm happy that they've picked it back up, I think this as a resolution is really um, weak and they probably should have put some more legwork in earlier to, um, I don't know, make this feel like more of like a, an okay payoff. Like I was waiting for Gwen to to turn around and be like, like, she was faking him out, that she was all, like, okay with it, that, oh, if, like, somebody's going to be buried alive, like, I'd least like it to be you. Um, I was just waiting for her to, like, turn around and, like, pretend. She was just pretending that she was playing nice and then have, like, a go at him again. Um, so I didn't think it was well handled at all. I mean, you did call it. You said that 
ever since she le- left in the sand, they have not talked. Uh, and now they're talking again because they resumed from the sand. <laughs> Which is weird because we also got the haiku stuff where she was like, oh, Trent wrote me a haiku. Um, and she seemed really invested in that. And then that really didn't have any payoff or relationship to the sand story. I don't know, maybe, Colin, did you feel differently because you had kind of sped through the episodes? Like, you weren't sat sat thinking about this for weeks? I mean, there was a constant reminder of that, but I'm I'm not going to say I forgot that the Buried Alive thing happened, but for me it was more like we see so many things that are so much worse on this show, it just felt like that was the wrong thing for her to be mad at him for in the first place. Like, I mean, people have been, you know, mauled by bears and <laughs> uh chased by the rcmp and you know even just like half the stuff that happened in this episode is like is that really worse than being buried alive and maybe if she had had one of these because the whole episode with the buried alive stuff there were so many things wrong with so many of those you know mini challenges or whatever that each individual person had that I just feel like that was the wrong one to kind of dwell on, that maybe it should have been something that the audience would, would get a little bit more. I know it's a cartoon, but, you know, you can breathe in there. It's not like you were dying. If she had actually died and her heart had stopped, or let's say she had a heart attack out of fear, it might make more sense. But to me, every single time they brought it up, I'm like, is that really this big of a deal that it's drawn out over three, four episodes already? I love that if Gwen had died, it was okay for her to be mad yes. at Trent. <laughs> Died and then revived. I'll, <laughs> I'll correct myself there. You killed me. I am so mad at you. <laughs> I stand corrected, Josh. <laughs> and Rossi speechless. <laughs> Has uh, Rossi been buried alive at this point? Rossi, Rossi, are you there? You know, Rossi's been buried alive, and we're going to be hearing about this for four or five weeks. I guarantee it, people. You'll hear about this again when we bring it back up uh, <laughs> on the finale recap. Or he'll just forget about it and forgive us off air. Solution to the storyline. <laughs> what? Are, are you here now? <laughs> <laughs> you saw it. When I, I said what I said. <laughs> What I miss. <laughs> <laughs> we we just uh, had you buried alive and holding a grudge against us. Oh, I died. Yeah, <laughs> you did. That's totally. I, I, that means I reserved the right to be mad at both of you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not dead, but I'm still mad. <laughs> no, no, no. You could only be mad if you died. You have no, no right, right to be mad at us right now. You lived. Back to the challenge. Um. One of the things that you talked about that like we kind of glossed over a little bit was Bridget choosing Eva for the challenge when she had this in this rule in this challenge was that you get to if you don't complain at all you get to pick someone mm-hmm. um, and we first saw it with Lindsay where Eva's like I, she's like I don't want to pick anyone and then Eva pulls her and is like you got to pick Bridget and, and it's like I choose Bridget because she's uh, backstabbing low life mm-hmm. no good trait tra- like you know. And then we get this again where everyone's chanting Eva for Bridget, like Bridget to pick Eva. Uh, and you called it like dumb. Like I call it, I'm just trying to follow what you were thinking. No, no, I was saying I like that, but I wish that there had been a bigger payoff of that on the end, that that just became a thing. Like maybe you have Bridget go home in this episode as a result of that, because everybody's just egging her on. Like 
this is what would happen in Survivor. I mean, you you find you find a crack, <laughs> you know, you exploit it. So nobody else wants to go home. Hey, you know what? Everybody's afraid of Eva. We can just make Bridget manipulate her into having Eva either kill her and everybody gets a free pass this week or we just suddenly make Bridget into the villain, you know? And it's just, it felt like they were setting that up and it just, it didn't have that payoff. One thing I that feel I think... like, oh. Sorry, I feel no. like if, if you'd like given like, if like Eva had wins and like invincibility, which I love that that's the term they're using for this, <laughs> Um, this episode, then you could have had a lot more of those interesting storylines play out. Mm. Or the opposite way, if she was going to be eliminated, one way they could have done it was sort of like pile on her. So like everyone that like gets to pick someone would always pick Eva. Like no matter what the challenge was, Mm. oh, Eva, I'm going to like let her do this challenge. Like Bridget, everyone talks her into doing it. But, like, everyone. So, like, if Owen survives the challenge, he picks e- Like, so that there's this whole story that we're trying to get her out. Yeah. But, like, she survives and survives. Um, and, like, even though it might have been obvious that she was eliminated, if they did that, it would have been still, like, dramatic to see the, her fight in the challenge. Like, I think that there could have been more pulled from that. And then kind of the challenge ends with Lashana winning this, like, final challenge. I don't quite understand the rules of it, but never... <laughs> Do we pay attention to the rules of a challenge? Uh, we saw earlier this season that the rules sometimes don't matter. Um, and we saw at the beginning where Gwen was like, you said no one could ever re- ever return. And they're like, yeah, I lied. <laughs> so like more payoff of the rules, not entirely mattering. Uh, and we get nothing before the, the, the ceremony, but like in new uh, Chris is going to be very dramatic and do, um, a modern reality TV thing where they show the votes of everyone, like who they're eliminating. And it's mostly Eva. Like we talked about some stray votes for Heather, but you know, even though you guys said it killed the momentum, I still thought it was fun to have this where, you know, um, Heather's got the picture of Eva and like, she drew the mustache and the, the devil horns and, you know, and Bridget's praying like, please let it be Eva. And then uh, Lindsay can't pronounce her name and, and, and saying other different people's names and just like the, the way that that came across it felt very natural and I, I appreciated that uh, I don't know if Colin you aired your thoughts on how that shook up I I actually didn't mind the idea again it all comes down to the payoff I feel like there's a lot of smart things they did in this episode that it was just they wrote the wrong ending for the episode they wrote and it almost feels like this is often, you know, when you're trying to keep a a big surprise, you'll shoot alternate endings just so nothing leaks out. It almost feels like they had this great episode where, let's say Bridget goes home, uh, and one of the alternate endings is, oh, Eva goes home instead, but they never intended to air this one, and then somehow somebody just switched the tape on air to hear something. Uh, Because the way that this could have been played, again, to be even better, is you have him saying, oh, no marshmallows. So guess what? Your privacy is out the window. Here's Let's air your dirty laundry, whatever it is Chris says. And you all of a sudden you have all these people trash-talking Eva. But imagine if she doesn't go home. Imagine if she stays by only one vote. And then you deal with next week her basically now wanting revenge, whatever she, she just had over Bridget, now it's everybody, everybody who, you know, the, the five or six people or whatever who actually did vote for her to leave, now they have to face her. That would be a great follow-up for the next uh, episode. 
but the way that it's just sort of like, hey, we're going to have all your dirty air uh, laundry aired in public. And then it, it sort of amounts to, oh, yeah, e- some people said some things about Eva that they, they probably wish they could take back now. But we never actually really get to see Eva do anything other than just sort of yell as she's tied down to a boat at the end. Yeah, it was unfortunate that, like, probably one of the biggest characters gets sort of yada yada eliminated. Um, and I think we you praised Colin. You were really impressed at how she was kind of eliminated the first time with the way Heather stole the MP3 player. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and maybe not like a shocking elimination, but it was like a new way of sort of having an elimination where like someone on the other tribe really set the tone of how someone on the other tribe was going to get eliminated. So like that was like, a fun twist on it. And more so this was kind of predictable. I think that she gave us some fun moments. I think that like despite the fact that I mean, we may think the editing or the, the pull together final piece of it was a little bit here and there i think that the end really or the the moments that we got from her were really were, were pretty fun like jared talked about the the fashionable outfit she was wearing and all this kind of stuff and, and sort of some of her outbursts were fine but like yeah unfortunately the episode suffered uh, jared i don't know what you if you had some thoughts i mean you already aired some thoughts on the the voices and but the, kind of the conclusion of everything with eva yeah, I think there's some fun moments. Her in the straight jacket as she kind of gets carted away, I think is like a nice um, final send-off for her. Um, but yeah, I think um, to Colin's point, yeah, release the alternate edit where <laughs> Eva pulls out an idol. Um, Bridget goes, well, I mean, Heather goes home, but Bridget goes home because Eva's the only one who's voted for her. Um, and then Eva knows everything that everybody said about her. I think you didn't, like, revenge storylines can get really tired um, if they stick around too long and they're really in your face. Um, so, I like, I feel like it's not like we needed her back for a long time, but I think kind of seeing her longer than one episode um, would have been warranted here. Um, I just want to say, oh. just to go along with that, I, I do think that what they did with Eva in this episode is, like, this was a great episode to showcase somebody who's going home who really wasn't a part of anything prior to this. And she is kind of one of these characters I feel like, you know, one and done, I'm okay with her going home now. But it is just the the prospect of having something bigger and more interesting next week. You know, kind of like what, what Jared's saying. Like, I, I, I echo the same thing. I think that if we had dragged this out even one extra week, you know, two extra weeks with Eva probably would have been too much. One extra week would have just made great TV. Yeah, we. I I wonder what the storyline would have been if she was still around. Like, I don't know how much, because especially given Bridget's, like, she's not argumentative type. You know, she's more of like she's a more pacifist type. So I don't know how much we could have gotten out of this sort of revenge arc that that she was on. Uh, so I don't know. Like, like we kind of said this before with Harold. Like his story kind of closed out. Like I don't know how much more we could have stretched that out. And I kind of feel maybe the same here. Like she. She was good in the few episodes we saw her this season, but I feel like there's not too much to do with her because we haven't seen anything outside of her anger management, you know, phase. You mean with Eva, right? Yeah. Yeah, and again, and I get that. That's why I said I feel like this is the type of character that's great as a one once, you know, one and done, that's it. You vote her out. But it, it, it would have served the other characters better. It would have served the story better. And it wouldn't, to me at least, it wouldn't have felt like this was a downer after having so many great eliminations prior to this. 
Yes, unfortunate. But I mean, better than last week's episode, so anything is yes. positive. Yes! <laughs> um, Colin, even though you have no knowledge, maybe, I don't know, I don't know what you know, but um, who do you think is going home next? I- I'm going to say Bridget again. Um <laughs> It, it just it feels like every episode now is just Bridget, 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 and she sort of just came out of nowhere. And similar to what you just said about Eva, I mean, I think I had said the same thing about the Bridget and Jeff storyline, like how much further can you go with this? And I said that last week that that's one of the reasons I thought Bridget was the next to go. Then you brought back Eva, and it was like, oh, well, this would be something new they could do with her, but then they can that really quickly. So I'm really just feeling like that that's a character that's not overstayed her welcome, but there's not that many legs left and we're obviously not at the very end, but we're at least in the second half of the show. So this is when it really should start ramping up. And I just don't know how much further you can go with her. Plus she's just been such a major character for so long that if they just drop her all of a sudden and then bring her back at the end, I don't think it has that much impact. Jared, do you remember who goes next? Um, I don't. And and educally speaking, I don't have a, a point of view either. Although maybe uh, Bridget's picked up uh, Courtney's storyline, um, and, and now she's coming for uh, the winner's edit. Who's who's guy? Who's edge-wise? Who's the best winner edit so far? Um, well, I think Not it was really important. <laughs> Not using this episode you... <laughs> that um, we saw uh, Gwen's storyline picked back up. Uh, the relationship, good to see the relationship with Trent brought back into the picture, um, highlighting her key alliances uh, moving forward in the game. All right, you heard it here from the Edric Master uh, and Colin. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the title for you Blind yet. Blind Virgin. But I'm not going to say that. So <laughs> There are people out in the world who suffer, Colin, and you're mocking them. Virgins? Blind one. <laughs> Only the blind virgins. <laughs> yes. But we should, uh, since we're kind of at the end, we should rate the episode. Colin, what are you going to do? There is enough good stuff in here that it's an enjoyable episode, but uh, uh, if we had the alternate ending, any alternate ending, I feel like this would have been closer to a buy, but I mean, it's still a solid rent. It's not a bad episode by any means. Uh, it's just sort of a letdown from what I felt like was built up in the weeks prior to this and a letdown from what even this episode seemed to build towards that didn't pay off. Jared? Uh, I think feel like talking about it and the alternate possibilities um, has almost shifted my mind, but I think I've got to go with what my gut was coming into the episode, which I think this is a buy-worthy episode. Um, I think... Finally being at the merge um, and just getting just a really fun Total Drama Island episode is okay in my books. I think I'm going to rent this one just because there were some things that were like, wait, what? Like I, there was so much fun in having the challenge. I just think some of the moments outside of that, believe it or not, the challenge is the highlight for me. Um, and everything else is kind of filler. Um, so I'm going to just rent it. I really enjoyed it. It's close to the buy, but I think um, just to be safe, I'm going to rent it. Uh, definitely been a lot better episodes this season that have been a little bit more enjoyable on the whole picture. This one kind of just dropped the ball a little bit. But I'm definitely excited to see next week now that we, we're we probably going to get storylines that didn't just open and close in the one episode again uh, since Eva's gone and 
Izzy looks like she's poised to stay for at least next episode. So it uh, seems like we're going to have some good stuff to talk about next week's, provided we're all here can, to talk about it next week. Can we week. talk about one more thing in this episode that really left me scratching yeah. my head? What? <laughs> what was with the cave in the end with a caveman wearing Jeff's hat and a <laughs> bear wearing underwear? What was that? <laughs> you mean Molotov and Sasquatch? Um, yeah. Sasquatch and Aqua. Yeah, like, is there a reason why they're wearing everybody's clothes? Is this a, a story arc that's going to come back later? Or was it just sort of like, here's a random ending? I think we had, like, the, like, one second moment in the aired um, voting confessionals where Jeff mentioned something about somebody taking his second lucky hat, <laughs> and then you see the Sasquatch wearing it. I think that's, like, the only... Um, hint at this storyline that's popped up at the end of the episode. Mm. And I don't remember, yeah, what, why, if, or if this leads to anything, but yeah, the bear wearing like Katie or Sadie's clothes because <laughs> it had lost all its fur in the water or something. Like, not sure what happens. Maybe we'll get some more resolve. Maybe it's related to Izzy's storyline about what, what, why she was. Eva said she was lying about whatever she she's been up in the to. Woods. Or yeah. yeah, that I'm curious to see how it plays out. Yeah, so we have some stuff to talk about next episode. Um, another thing that I totally forgot to ask, Colin, how's your thoughts on your winner pick? Uh, I'm, I think I kind of had a couple winner picks now. I mean, my main ones being Heather and Gwen. And uh, yeah, I'm standing by it. I think that uh, Heather, at the very least, these two, I think, are final four contestants. One of them probably a final two. And I'm hoping one of them a winner. We will see. We will, but you know what? I'm gonna throw out there, you know, I think Duncan's Duncan's a, a wild card. Even though he had an, what's it? Jared would probably say UTR or. Um, I feel like it was over the top with the snapping turtles. Uh, we'll debate this later, but <laughs> given his edit, you think that he's still on track for? Our... Yeah, he just he seems one to be one of these characters that if, if they are editing him, they're editing him to not be an obvious winner. But there's enough there, especially with the way he's able to manipulate people, that I think that yeah, he's he's another potential one. All right, you and your growing list of winners. Yeah. <laughs> I've got at least eleven yeah. right now. <laughs> Out of eleven people in the game, so. Uh... At least you didn't say Eva. Well, maybe you would have <laughs> felt better seeing the return if you had said her. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, next week, I don't know what episode it's going to be or what the challenge is, but it's going to be a fun one, I, I can guarantee you. Um, don't quote me if it's not a good episode next <laughs> week. <laughs> um, but yeah, Colin, it was good to have you back. I'm glad to be back, and I'm glad to be wearing all my own clothes and not have a bear and a Sasquatch wearing it. That's always a positive. And Jared, thanks for being up here, as always. Thanks. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing whether the trailer becomes the new <laughs> carcass. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that's it. And we will be back next week for something. Buried Alive. Thanks for downloading this episode from the Oz Network. 
Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as find out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at the Oznetwork.net. Thanks once again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time.